Welcome to Annie's Pink Chair today, where we bring real, raw, relevant issues to the table with solutions, with wit and wisdom. Today, I'm going to be in the studio. However, my guests, because of COVID-19, are going to be on Zoom. So let's get to the show. Welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, where we bring real, raw, relevant issues to the table from a woman's perspective, and we bring solutions with wit and wisdom. Woohoo! And today, today, we're continuing our journey and our story with my sweet and dear, beautiful, anointed, talented, artistic friend, Jesse. Jesse, welcome back. Welcome back. And you know, earlier, you guys, we were talking about the demonic realm. Like, can anyone talk about demons? Demons. <laughs> I'm not trying to pick anyone out, but listen, they are real. One third of heaven was thrown out of heaven, which were all demonic activity, demons, AKA angels, dark angels, because they followed Satan into the path of disrespecting God and trying to take the place of God. And, and you guys, it's funny to note this, not funny, but, but very interesting to note this, that Satan was beautiful. Mm. That's what this says in the Bible. He was a beautiful being of light. And actually his name was Lucifer. And yeah. he was a talented individual. God created him. He was an angel. He was supposedly the head of worship. And there's been some people that say that he had symbols and instruments all over his body. Mm. Can you imagine? Wow. So he thought he was better than God. Anyway, this is where we're at. We're talking about the demonic realm and Jesse has an incredible story. And if you guys don't know about Jesse, you know, you're going to have to go back to the episode before this or look for her first episode because she's telling us the story of her life, you know, and if you can say this, Jesse, in a nutshell of, you know, it's, I'll just kind of summarize it for you and make it simpler. Yeah, yeah. She was raised in a home, single parents. Her daddy died. How old were you when your daddy died? Uh, I was nine. She was nine years old. He died of AIDS. He died of AIDS. That's not, no shame to that girl. There's no shame. Bless yeah, everybody that has AIDS right now and HIV because the Lord loves you so much. And she later in, in her mother's life, she kept bringing home men that were not good for her mother and her mother you got with a guy that was abusive towards Jesse and verbally and mentally. Right. And yeah. she just, she ended up running away. Right. You ran away, went to foster care, school kicked you out. And you, you know, and right now, foster care, but yeah, not foster care. It was, it was a, it was a home for Judy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just rephrasing and rewording things. Oh no, no. Yeah. But, and you well, were born in Michigan. And now uh, we're at this part in your story that, you know, you became, you became a stripper. You thought, cause you love to dance. You used to dance for hours in your basement as a little girl. And you thought it was like a legit dancing job, but it was ended up becoming a stripper job. And now in the story, you're in Vegas, you're in Las Vegas and <laughs> you're about to start a show. I mean, you were dancing with real fire. Were you swallowing the fire? Yeah, fire, eating, fire? fire breathing, fire hoop, fire whip, I did still. So yeah, all the specialty wow. and the dance stuff and um And you had dreadlocks, pink dreadlocks, all and you pink, yeah. <laughs> you were like tatted <laughs> out and you were you were studying Buddhism and never had like, clothes on. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you were uh, a model. So yeah. you thought, you know, that you were going to start a career in Las Vegas. And actually you were about to be a showgirl, like a real showgirl in a show. What was the, what was the name of the show again? Yeah. So I did a few ongoing shows and that kind of stuff. Even worked with like some of the Cirque, you know, family and just. Oh, the just Cirque family. Yeah. And then wow. I, so I, yeah, I went back into, well, I guess we'll just fast forward. Right? So I went, I went back into strip club world for a little bit because. In I was Las Vegas. In Vegas scene. Um, no, it was like, they call it, um, I'm drawing a blank here, uh, feature performing. So you're like a feature at different clubs and they book you all around and it was a ton of money and you could make your own show and you just get to travel and you have agents that book your gigs. And I just went and I like swept up, I got, I just made so much money and spent it all on, you know, tattoos and lifestyle and whatever's and costumes what were you making like, i mean if you did a feature show let's just say like what were you making like a thousand two thousand three thousand per show more five thousand a show i would get booked for you know two to three days um and on that like road trip i would set up shoots almost every day five hundred dollars a shoot and then um and then weekends i'd make like five grand sometimes seven sometimes eight and so that was every week i just blew through it I, I don't know. <laughs> there it went. And um, yeah, so it was a lot of money. And I, like I said, I had people that would come with me and they would help me. And I would have like, you know, it was like a business. So I was a little entrepreneur and, you know, and I, I started drinking more and more casual drug use and, you know, casual sex. And, um, and then I was dating somebody for a long time. We were close and we got married on reality TV, but it wasn't like a real you know, and oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were just like really heavy in the uh, electronic scene and doing all that. And like I said, a lot of like the symbolism kept coming up and all that kind of stuff. I really noticed there's a lot of spiritual warfare in this stuff. And I had gone to like Burning Man seven times. I was like, there's something oh, very dark. Burning about Man. Yeah. And that really shifted a lot so of the culture. Right. There's, and um, everybody would pass around their wives and that kind of thing. So there was a lot of like, it was always about sex too. And it was right. like always about leveling up and getting like bigger and bigger and kind of just, yeah, it's just this monster. Yeah. Like in your lifestyle, like, I, I mean, literally that's just like, that's just like prostitution without you charging anyone. You're just sleeping around and it's all, yeah. and it's, you know, powerful and, you know, oh, yeah, I because this person has like a status and they kind of use that and they're like, oh, sleep with my wife. And they kind of grew everything just becomes very desensitizing too. It, it sounds like a lot of, a lot of exploitation, thing. like a lot of exploitation. Yeah. You're being exploited for your beauty and your body. Yeah. And yeah it's like it made me so sad, you know, and some people like would ask me, what's it like to do this or to be this? And like, I really started to get recognized where places I went around the country, I'd be at like a, you know, stop somewhere to go to the bathroom. They'd be like, Oh, I know who you are. And it's like, Oh, it's so bizarre. And I was just like, man, I really like thinking about killing myself <laughs> and say that out loud, but they're like, Oh, so excited. And I'm like, who am I supposed to be right now? Like you're excited. I don't know. It was just so bizarre. It's like, I just want to die. <laughs> like I know I'm laughing about it, but it really was empty. The bigger things got it just the more money I made, you know, the more attention I got, it just got emptier and emptier. And it took a lot out of me, like mentally, spiritually. And 
uh, you know, Buddhism never made me want to change my life. It just made me feel like, okay, as long as I have good intentions, you know, I'm going here to entertain people. I'm doing, you know, it's just more about having good intentions. I'm, I'm putting out good vibes. I'm yeah, good vibes. good vibes. Yeah, exactly. And so as long as someone is giving out good vibes, you can do anything as long as there's a consent or something, you know? So anyway, it just, none of it felt right. And it was, you know, I started to, you know, like, am I bi, am I gay? I'm just kind of exploring everything and everything was empty, like opening up different doors, everything. And just became like, just so sad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and, um, and toxic behavior, like lots of weed. I smoked weed from the second I woke up to the minute, you know, and lots of fireball drinking and, you know, just lifestyle. I starved myself for so long too. Um, and so I started seeking God because my friend had come to Jesus and she was a new person. Yeah, Megan. Megan. She's formerly gay and yeah. now she had a baby and a husband and had found Jesus and the sparkle in her eyes. And I was like, I've never seen that sparkle in her eyes before. I was like, whoa, it really spoke in me. And, um, I had got so sad and suicidal one day and I was like, I'm going to pray. You know, like I got nothing left. I'm just going to give it a shot. And I sat on the floor and I prayed. And it was like, as soon as I prayed, it was like being plugged in to love, like love. It was an overwhelming feeling of just love. And I poured, I cried and I, I just repented of everything I was doing. I just felt so like loved, but convicted at the same time and just, just loved yeah. and that I had finally found something real. And I just cried and kept praying. And I was like, I'm so sorry I walked away from you. I'm so sorry. And like, I love you and thank you. And <laughs> I just felt his presence so much. Oh my and gosh, I want to cry. Dude, I just, that reminds me when I was um, two, because I got close to Jesus when I was very little, when I was eight, nine years old. I got really close to him. And I, 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 when I came to Christ, I felt like I turned my back on him too, Jesse. And I said that prayer in Italy as well. I was like, God, please help me. Please help me. I want to come back to you. I want to you right there. Me too. Oh, God is so good. Oh, God is so good. You know what I saw? I saw you like, like in the middle of the desert and like the clouds parted and God's light just came on your shoulders. And he was like, this is my daughter and I am well pleased with her. This is my precious royal daughter. That's what I just saw, like in the spirit, like it's so beautiful. Like you just need to know how much God loves you so much. Jesus loves you so much. Holy Spirit is like, that's my girl. That's my girl. You know. Um, sorry to sorry to. There, I, I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I have a high estrogen level today, or something. Or maybe it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you have like an anointing of like emotion and connection and love and holy spirit so yeah well i want to know what happened because you know obviously i got to meet your lovely soul and your spirit oh, rocks my world i oh, so i saw your picture and i was like, like this beautiful girl's reaching out to us and megan's like this is my special friend and i was like dude i are you sure she's gonna want to hang out with us like i was like i felt so favored like why would she choose us? Why would she want to hang out? Well, I really kind of bragged about you guys. So you should let her come into destiny house. And I was oh. like, all right, let's interview her. 
Yeah, and when I saw you, I was like, this person, like, she knows, she knows what I've been through. And I feel that way every time I will see, like, a video that you put up or even just, like, a meme or anything, it makes me feel like someone out there knows and can, yeah. can understand and, like, that you're not alone and all the things you do. I you're brave you. because I am scared to death of, well, I guess I'm not scared to death of needles because I will... I'll, I'm going to get a tattoo one day because I do. My <laughs> husband wants to. <laughs> do it. Like, I, I, he wants yeah. me to get a tattoo and put Oz on my, on my body somewhere. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, babe, it, but That's you know, it's, it's kind of a joke. Little, yeah. I, I, I might do a scripture. I, I, I like really like, I, I really, you know, love color and it would be very colorful yeah. whatever it is. It might be a hummingbird with, 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 with flowers and, and a rainbow or something. Cause it says, I was like a rainbow. <laughs> got, you know, do you remember we've got those little hummingbirds all over our property. They're so cute. It's so beautiful. Oh so, I, yeah, so Megan was like, Oh, there's this place called destiny house. And I had already been like researching trafficking and I had that on my heart. I was like, okay, God's changing my life. Where am I going? What do I want to do? Um, I got sucked back into this show in Vegas. That was like, I feel like the devil kind of wrapped something in a big bow and not condemning anybody for what they do or whatever, but it really exactly. was. We're not judging. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of took me back in the circle where I was like, what am I doing? You know, it was like the sexy girl show and, you know, it was like uh, Beyonce's producers and all this. And it was a weekly and it was, you know, everything. I had Beyonce's producers. Hello. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just felt that I didn't want to do it. And I ended up back there again. And I felt like I wasted their time. And I just was like, this is not where you I told them to no. do it. You told yeah, them no. I told them no. I got there and I started to rehearse and I was just like, this isn't it. I got it. I got to go. And I'm so proud of you. I, did, I left and they were surprisingly like it worked out. God just had his hand on the situation. It worked out. And then I was like, what do I do? And finally, the first time in all this change and whirlwind of stuff, like I finally really felt a peace about a decision when I said, I'm going to go to Destiny House. I hope she'll take me. And I called. And I talked to a girl on the phone. She gave me like an interview and I was like, ah, oh. and just the way that that girl spoke on the phone, I was like, oh, wow, these people aren't judging me and they love Jesus. Like, wow. You know? And, um, and then I got to meet you and I was like, okay, when, when can we go? And you're like, when are you ready? I was like, let's go. And I finally got <laughs> this peace and this rest. And it was just awesome beautiful house like a mansion <laughs> and a healing mansion and we were so spoiled and i was around people like oh spoiled in and in prayers <laughs> and you know and like we'd go through these like counseling sessions where we would all just talk and i'm like i've known some of my friends for 10 years and we didn't like and i've known these girls for a couple of weeks and i've known things about them and they know things about me that i've never told another human being like we would just pour out our hearts and like yeah every everyone know. loved you everyone and it'd loved be like seven in the morning wake up call all right pouring our hearts out we just feel like okay breakfast coffee you know it's like it would get real that's a big thing with Destiny House. We have to have coffee. <laughs> the girls yes. have to have coffee. Oh, man. <laughs> coffee breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, pouring the Jesus into us. It was so helpful to be, like, away from a lot of influence, away from, you know, worrying about how you're going to pay your bills, worrying about how you're going to, you know, keep your phone, keep your car, and just 
all the influence and stuff right. and just don't read be at peace you could spend time in the word sisters that you know you can learn from them and they learn from you and it just yeah it's definitely yeah. a place where you can get you know the healing and the stabilization so i'm really glad that you came jesse because yeah, i it's such a neat thing to meet you and hang out with you and get to know you better and um the journey that you've taken so far it's been incredible and now <laughs> yeah you're such a couple. i love you i love you jesse and you're in new york now and uh you're on a a, a really incredible journey right now and God is, tell me, tell me about that journey. What, what are you doing right now? So right now, so I was doing fitness and I love fitness, health and fitness. Oh, I know you do. Yeah. I love that kind of thing. I like coaching people again, like I'm a little cheerleader. I want people to take good care of themselves. So, uh, doing that and doing caregiving. So, um, working with quadriplegics has taught me so much. Wow. Just like in a, a season where I can get away, I think from a little glamor and like focus on, I don't know. I, I love like being a caregiver. I love that position. I never thought I actually learned about it in destiny house too. One of the girls there was a caregiver and I was asking questions about it. So that was one of the first things I looked into. Um, yeah. I, I want to remind me to tell you later about her because yeah. Yeah. We already I'll know. pray for her. Yeah. Um, and then I teach dance and um, yeah. And whatever, like, you know, seeking God. Just seeking God and letting him work in me and you know it's like a, a daily surrender and you just it's like you gotta when we we're talking about advice if something just came to mind too it's like that letting go and we grip onto something and we think it matters but he's got something so much better when we finally like go and there's absolutely him on just like the like oh what, what would you say because I, I want to read this it says in it says so now the case is closed there remains no accusing voice now it's the year of the the, the voice the pa is it pa i think in in hebrew but it says the case is closed there's remains no accusing voice of condemnation mm. against those who are joined in life union with jesus the anointed one for the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of jesus has liberated Li let's say it again liberated us from the law of sin and death i'm telling you and it, what what i see in you is there's no striving there's no uh trying to achieve something you're just letting god's spirit guide you and i see you because everyone needs to know about jesse jesse's instagram had a lot of followers because she was a model, a performer. And of course, a lot of those people, bless all of them, by the way, some of those people left her platform, but now you do all these little faith moments on your stories. I want you guys to follow her. What's your Instagram? Faith and fitness, Jesse, J-E-S-S-I-E. So follow her, click on her link on Instagram right now, you guys, as we're talking. And if you don't do that now, write it down because she I'm is trying to pump Jesus and, yes. yeah. <laughs> and so much hope to so many people that are following her yeah. and, and she'll read scripture. She'll share a story. She'll share her wisdom. And, and in fact, you know what the wisdom of this all, you know, you said, don't hold on to things anymore. Let them go. 
let yeah. them go let go of you know kind of reminds me of that scripture let go of paul said what lies behind you and press press into what god's given you right yeah so, so isn't that what you could say that you're doing now yeah i think i'm not trying to um you know trying to navigate and in the beginning, I think I was looking so hard for a purpose and like, where do I want to be? Where does God have me? Instead of just seek first the kingdom of God. Right. And I think he'll just navigate you and, you know, he'll just show you what he has yeah, for Matthew, you. Mm, that's and, uh, Matthew 6, 33. Yeah, and we do seek, we do seek his kingdom. Now, the other thing was you, you said you work with quadriplegic people. Is this a, a part of what you do at your job right now? Yeah. Yeah. So that, what's the name of that organization? Um, I just do like in-home. Oh, okay. You do in-home. Yeah. What and then half of Western New York, I do fitness with the, with the kids and adults. And then there's teens. So there's, there's what's three. What's this PATH stand for? People Against Trafficking Humans. Yes. It's yeah. a great organization. You guys go check them out. Uh, follow them if you want, you know, donate, whatever. Uh, but I really want you to follow Jesse on her Instagram. Say that Instagram again, Jesse. Faith and fitness, Jesse. Yes. Uh, I want you to support her because she is doing things that she knows that God has told her. She could have easily, now look at this picture. Jesse could have easily been out there right now with people that are doing shows, the people that are on television, but right there on that stage when she was, actually practicing for the show for the show and it was a fire eating show right it was some kind of fire performance yeah, show what was this opening up in vegas what hotel was it at was it the real can't yeah. remember yeah no i can't remember either no not real actually the real i think the real shut down right now yeah it is because of certain situations pandemic <laughs> pan pandemic. yeah so the thing is is that she everyone she turned away and said no to that and decided to take a new path in her life. And I just want to commend you for, you know, choosing the path of spirituality with God and taking that journey and coming back to Jesus and, and making him the center and the root of the love inside your heart. Because let me tell you something, you guys, this is the truth. Eternity is eternity. It's a not long time. Stop. It's a long time. And at the end of all of our lives, at the end of her life, at the end of my life, there is going to be a gate that we come to, a person we come to, and that person is going to decide our fate. His name is God the Father. We want to be in that path where he's available to us and that we're following his will. And Jesus is the key to that door. Jesus, she, it changed her life. Jesse, can you share if you want to talk to someone, we got about two minutes, mm. talk to someone out there right now that you believe is struggling. What would you say to them right now? They're struggling in the sex industry. They're maybe hooked on drugs. They're mm. in the demonic, you know, Wiccan, whatever they're doing, supernatural playing with the dark side. What would you say to them right now? I would say to them that this is the most important choice you'll ever make. And you really just want to seek the Lord with all your heart. Seek him, knock and the door will open and he'll show you that he's real and that he loves you. And you just open scripture, read the new Testament over and over and let him just speak to you that 
the word just pours into your heart when you open it up and you say, you know, you can pray before like God and you don't have to do a fancy prayer. You can just say, God, I want to understand the word better. You know, I want to know if you're real. Show me that you're real. Show me, you know, and he'll use all these things like, you know, he knows you better than you know yourself and he'll show you and he'll take you on an incredible journey. And what you're going to have to do is stay focused on him and get to know him and walk with him and he'll show you beautiful things. And you know it's tough to let go of some of those things. A lot of people think that they're too dirty or they're shamed or that they have to clean up before you come to him and you don't. You come as you are and you just talk to him and you say, Jesus, Jesus, I want to know you. I want you in my life. And please just show me, God, I just, I just want to know you and meet him there. And and he's going to pour into you. He's going to pour love into you. And I just pray that you let him and that you can continue to read the word and what it says. And there might be certain relationships that he wants you to let go of. And as long as you keep your eyes on him, he'll give you the strength you need, the armor you need, the peace. And you just come to him with all those hurts. You know, there's like, there's great Christian literature out there that will speak to you. There's people that you can, you know, YouTube some testimonies too, and you'll identify with some of these people and you'll learn their story. And I think the beautiful thing about Destiny House is that you can really soak in it, you know, from the music. There's incredible praise music out there too. Like whatever you're into, I love dubstep and electronic and there's um, God's Nation, Worship Nation on YouTube and they have great electronic praise dubstep and all that or metal you know striper and like so whatever (laughs) there's great christian movies that will show you about christian relationships and you know if you're with someone that isn't going to respect that you want to wait till you're married you might you know just press into god and he will want to move some things out and it's okay let that season go and then he'll just replace it and be patient and just let it all happen he's got it all covered and all you, all you got to do is let him love on you. Yes, and we just we just seal this all in Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Jesse. We're out of time. I'm sad. Okay. I love you. I'm really chatty. And again, we'll see you soon. And you guys, thank you so much for joining the pink chair today with us. And Jesse, the last time, your Instagram is? Faith and Fitness, Jesse, J-E-S-S-I-E. Thank you so much. Love you, girl. See you guys later. Bye. Hi, friends. It's Annie Lobert from Annie's Pink Chair, and I am actually on location at our nonprofit ministry called The Destiny House. And do you feel and see the presence that's going on here, the peace, the calmness, the comfort, the beautiful grass, the trees? This is what each woman comes to when she enters our Destiny House program for sex trafficking victims. I remember this so, so sharply in my spirit when I first got out of sex trafficking. I had no peace. I was completely messed up in my brain, in my mind, in my soul. I could not sleep, but let me tell you something. I remember reading in the Bible, be still, and know that I am God. And when the ladies come here, this is exactly what happens to them. They come here, they sleep, they rest. Then they start their counseling. They read the Bible. They get 
a bunch of women loving on them and serving them food and they get to do a bunch of fun activities but more importantly mostly importantly than anything on our property is the fact that they get to rest and find the peace that they've lost while they were being trafficked would you please consider partnering with us monthly or just send us a one-time donation just go to our website at hookersforjesus.net and click on donate 